0: VHS Files contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. It's It's showtime. Welcome to the VHS Files Podcast with Jenny Liu. So what
1: do you want to do tonight? Jason. What about pizza and movie
0: night? Eric. I want to rent a movie. And Josh.
2: I want to go to a good video store so I can get a good movie.
0: And this is the movie of the week. Get this pizza movie night started. Hello, everyone. Welcome hey. back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello, hello. I think we're all feeling good tonight. Yep. Yeah. For many, just little, many reasons.
3: Yes.
0: So, how's everyone's week been so far?
3: <laughs> My week was. Uh, I was kind of anxious for a while, and then it got really good.
0: Yeah. And
2: yeah. I've been
3: feeling pretty good lately. Yeah. Me hey, I too. Just, I just pretty found guy. out that there was some kind of election
0: going on
2: today. I just figured <laughs> that out. I didn't know what was going on with TV. I was talking Something about of-
0: Groundhog Day.
2: Oh, I was. It's, it's felt exactly. like Groundhog Day all okay. week. Same day, over and over and <laughs> over. Did, did, did somebody win prom queen this week? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I'm so lost here in the woods.
1: Well, one thing that did happen this week that I think pertains to this show and our childhoods is, um, as we're recording this, Alex Trebek passed away today, uh, the host of Jeopardy. Um, Personally, I have a very deep attachment to Jeopardy. Um, I used to watch it with my papa uh, a lot. Um, because we lived in the same town and I would go over after school and Papa watched Jeopardy. So we watched Jeopardy and he knew all the answers. It seemed like he knew all the answers and we would try <laughs> to beat him to the answer. Beat we Papa. never could. Um, nah,
2: not going to happen.
1: But, um, my Papa has, uh, been passed for a number of years now and I, um, just, Felt sad again today because that was like a piece of him. Yeah, that's now gone too. But
2: that man—that man—is a big part of uh, childhood nostalgia. Even I mean, most adults watched it when we were kids, but we were there with him, just like Jenny. I watched it with my grandparents every time I was here visiting. Uh, that and Will of Fortune, but Jeopardy was the show we watched religiously if we were here.
3: Yeah, I mean, Trebek was a, a part of our lives through our entire freaking lives. Yeah, the man was 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 the host of that show and i watched it with my parents and uh that dude had a crazy long career and did it with class and yes he beat the he beat the the time he was given by a good bit and he fought yeah. it for a long time yeah. and, and the dude is uh a pretty pretty awesome guy so yeah, yeah. uh a, a loss for sure he
2: is a true barbarian yeah. <laughs> he fought it till the end
0: I'll take Schwartz for two hundred, Trebek. That's <laughs> S <like> words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope they do that skit on Saturday Night Live this week.
0: Yeah. Alright, so this week we are going back to nineteen eighty-two, and we're gonna be talking about a little movie called Conan the Barbarian. So Eric, take us back in time. What was going on in nineteen eighty two? We're sending you back in time. Mm. Whoa,
3: this is heavy. Well, Josh, (laughs) 1982 gave us the debut of Late Night with David Letterman, The Weather Channel, and Jenny's favorite TV show, Manable. We we can also thank 1982 for Jason's entire outfit tonight as it gave us the debut of the Kenneth Cole Shoe Company. Uh, Oh, thank you. Yeah, you look really sharp, buddy. Really sharp. That's right. Only people can see. Because this is a long segment. Finally... Uh, top hit that year was The Heat of the Moment by Asia, which also happens to be the song Josh quietly sings to me while we're cuddling. That's right. I, I like it. God, I love your voice. It was the heat. No, I have not, we're not going to go there on the podcast. <laughs> Mr.
2: Sure Josh is lovely That's singing voice.
0: So, as I said, tonight we're doing Conan as the movie of the week. The movie of the week. Conan was released sometime between April and May of 1982. All the research that I went through gives me April and May. So I'm just going to say it came out in some point between those two months.
2: It was released in Spain first and then here, that's why.
0: So it was directed by John Milius. So he was coming off uh, the movie Dillinger in 73, The Wind and the Lion in uh, 1975, Big Wednesday in 78, and he was an uncredited writer for Jaws and a writer on Apocalypse Now.
3: Very interesting note there. Yeah.
0: So I I've I found it kind of crazy that this guy worked on Jaws and was uncredited for it. Conan had a budget of twenty million, did a box office of sixty eight to seventy nine somewhere in those uh, measures. Yeah, and, but uh, who
2: was the other writer of this movie? Who's a little famous?
0: Yeah, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, big was a time. Oliver man. Stone, man. And uh, it was released amongst the likes of The Sword and the Sorcerer, Diner, Cat People. A horror classic, basket case, dude. Visitor, yes. visitor, Victoria and Rocky Three with Mr. T. Let's just uh, any any childhood memories of Conan. I know I have them. I don't know about start Eric. Start off Jenny.
3: with a, Give us a go, there, buddy. So, start, Josh.
0: I, this is probably one of the first instances where I remember watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, just seeing this giant freaking barbarian dude on TV, and I think from that moment, I I knew. I was watching every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that was in that coming moment.
3: Out. You knew you were gay, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gay for Schwarzenegger. <laughs> There's a few stories that come with Schwarzenegger for me. Um, I mean, it's not this movie, it's going to be a movie that he did after this that made him skyrocket into pop culture. Uh, but when he was the Terminator, I wanted to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator so badly that I took scissors to my own hair and tried to give myself Arnold Schwarzenegger haircut. <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> wow. That's, my mom was not very Jason happy Diddy, about it. The old Jason he try it. Josh, yeah, yeah, on Josh
0: tried one on this episode, guys. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I saw Conan the Destroyer first, which is a very Mickey Mouse version of this movie. Uh, I mean, it still has some pretty cool stuff in it, but I'm pretty sure I saw that one and then reverted back to this one when I found out that there was another movie. But for, this is where my love for Arnold Schwarzenegger kicked off for sure, and this is what kept me going back to Schwarzenegger movies after this. And then the Terminator really set it, set it in motion. It was like, oh, I'm watching anything this guy's in, even though I haven't seen uh, The Last Action Hero.
3: It's all right. <laughs> we won't hold it against you, Josh.
0: So uh, anybody else have any childhood
3: memories? Well, I thought that... When you said this, I was like, oh, it'll be nice to watch Conan the Barbarian again. I I barely remembered anything from this film. You know, it's funny. This must have been one of those movies you watch, you know, or I watched when it would come on television. I think this was like a television edit for me. I would catch pieces of it, maybe the end. I remember moments from it for sure. uh, But by and large, I forgot most of it. Um, I, I remembered James Earl Jones. I remembered you know, Arnold, I remembered, you know, certain set pieces and things like that. But um I, I think I'm curious to watch Destroyer now because I maybe maybe most of my experience was with that. But um this almost felt like a first time watch for me. Mm. Jason, i but about
0: you. Mm.
2: Uh, well, me, I was five at the time that it came out, so I did not see it in the theater. Uh, I do probably this is something I think we watched on cable. Um, or my parents may watch. I, I do have memories of watching this with my parents and siblings and stuff like that. But most times when we watched it, it was like on TNT or TBS. It seemed like the ter- the Turner stations showed this movie a lot. But it was like Eric said, it was a TV edit, no nudity or nothing. It was actually years later, probably maybe when I was closer to like nine, ten, or later. They actually seen the un- uncut, like you rented it the video store. Yeah, but. After that, yeah, it was a multiple rental movie because I love the the fight scenes and everything in it, and the uh, just the way he does with the sword. The I mean, we used to imitate that with sticks out in the yard, going yes, like the figure eight swing.
3: Yeah, we
2: always did that, me and my cousins <laughs> and everything. We had a, such a blast. We always we always wanted to be Conan, but yeah, it was definitely a more of a TV and then rental later later watch, but yeah, love this movie,
0: still do. <laughs> So, I think it's no surprise that Jenny's the newcomer to Conan the Barbarian. So, Jenny. (laughs)
1: Um, I was an infant when this movie came out. Um, My dad is a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Mm. So, if he watched this when I was young, I do not remember it. And Mm. I'm not surprised because Josh tells me that we have watched this movie before. (laughs) and I remembered very little on the rewatch, and I remember very little of it now. <laughs> so, yeah, my Crom.
0: If I learned anything from this movie, it's this. Conan, what is best in life? You crush your enemies, enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. <laughs>
2: That's right there that's that's all you needed right there conan uh, twenty uh what was it twenty twenty four twenty twenty five I'm going whatever year we're voting for another prom queen
3: <laughs> the interesting thing about Conan is he's he's a barbarian he's a sumerian he's he's an unapologetic womanizer violent you know he's he's sort of this you know, not what we really want our men to be these days per se, but that's the character. That's what Conan is. And it's at the same time, you know, problematic, but also sort of exciting in a way. I, I don't know. I mean, in a fantasy film, in that setting, in that way, it's, it's, he's, he's an interesting character. He's a character that will never grow up. He will never progress. Will never, <laughs> you know, he is, he is a, he is a, a, a slave that, was a, a, a gladiator, and, you know, I mean, there's some troubling moments in this, but, yeah. I, you know, he is what he is. Well, He's he, Conan the Barbarian. He's,
0: he's a womanizer, but he does treat the ladies with a little bit of respect.
1: Yeah, if he you think about a, it. He gives yeah. them
0: a blanket, he wraps them up, but then he just completely...
2: Time,
3: it. He was literally a slave at the, during that scene that you're referring to. Yeah. I mean, he's literally a slave being given another slave. He's,
1: he's a bre.
2: He was a breeder. He was yeah, a stud. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. He's being treated like an animal, as he, is she. They both are.
1: He's a zombie killer stud slave.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's Jenny. Our, do you
3: not like Conan? That that's
2: what that's is? what she calls Josh?
1: Um, <laughs> zombie
2: killer stud slave. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I could say I enjoyed this movie.
2: Well, hold it to the end, Jenny, for the rental section.
3: (laughs) I think it's a touch long, uh, honestly. Well, um,
1: it starts off like zero to 60, really fast. Well, And then he pushes the wheel for a really long time. Well,
0: in a literal sense, he pushes it for a really long time. He does. But it doesn't take that long to get through it at the beginning. I kind of want to talk about the beginning of this movie because I think oh, yes. this is where I fell in love with just 80s movies in general is the, the building of the sword. And yes. when we got all of those montage beginnings in movies where it was like either it was so macho, it was making a sword or making finger knives when it was Freddy, or when we opened up on something that was being built or something that was going to be a big part of the movie, that's what what got me into it
1: this is a dude the fan. sword intro
3: is yeah. oh
2: it's definitely cool. it's definitely i mean your testosterone goes through the roof at the as soon as the movie starts <laughs> exactly i mean exactly. you're immediately wanting to go outside and find a big hammer and a piece of iron and like i will make a sword too
3: yeah. well yes, that's what i, I was can. getting at when i was talking about conan is is it is like just it's testosterone and yeah. and it do, it's not totally uh logical or he's not necessarily a good person right. you know what i mean but it does on a visceral level uh you know he he's a freaking machine you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and this movie is is set in a place in a time where uh, yeah, it I is mean. all it, it is all about the strongest survives yeah. and that that will take its toll on people and, and and children and families and women and, yeah. you know, but that and, that is the story.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's- we open up with the little proverb or everything right at the beginning. That which does not kill us makes us stronger. And that's how you go through the whole movie.
3: Yeah. And we also open with a really bad green screen on the top of a mountain.
0: Yeah, that that is a very, very bad. <laughs> just with the clouds for, behind them talking. Yeah.
3: For all the beautiful scenery in this film. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I want to talk about is the filming location Um, shot in Spain, uh, Madrid, Segovia, and Almeria. And during the 1981 Spanish coup attempt, by the way, they were were a few miles away from a possible Civil War outbreak in Spain. They were shooting there because it was cheaper. And, um, I mean, there were tanks in the streets. I mean, you know, you've got an American film crew with a austrian guy that can barely speak english filming in spain right around the time of a possible second civil war i, I mean uh but that that landscape is beautiful and for all that beautiful landscape in that film
0: yeah they, they go with a green they screen couldn't shoot
3: background. this fil- yeah they had to film on the top of mountain. i mean i don't know there's a reshoot or what but Oh, I'm sure it just... wasn't
0: the top of a mountain.
3: <laughs> it was well, somewhere I, No, I certainly not. I mean, but it was it was such a bad green screen. Why have dad tell this story on the ground? Why do we have to be on the top of a mountain? Tell yeah. him. There's a a million beautiful scenes in this film. Uh well, I like we have what to the tell dad at the top of a mountain.
0: I like what the dad is saying to Conan though, like instilling oh, in yeah. him the 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 riddle of steel or whatever it is they refer to it as
3: in the movie. The only truth is steel. Yeah. Right? yeah. What he Never
2: trust another man or woman or anything. This is the only thing you can trust yeah. is a sword.
3: Right.
0: But I mean, from the not... moment, you know, from the moment it started, it, it, what really drives the beginning of this movie, too, is the score. I love the score oh. throughout this entire movie.
2: Yeah, I think it was at Basil Palladaris. He ended up he'd doing Red Dawn, Robocop, Les Miserables, and Free Willy.
0: I can... Definitely hear really? RoboCop in that, for sure.
2: Yeah, the man went on to uh, score those movies, so he's got a little clout yeah. and a lot of 80s and a little bit of art,
0: art,
2: artistry in but his I, scores. But
0: I won't disagree. I mean, this thing opens 90 miles to the minute. I mean, you, you instantly go from building the sword to the the, the, the treachery in the town... Uh, and Jenny's like, I remember I was like, she was why? like, what's going on? Why are they pillaging these people? And uh, they don't make it super clear. But I mean, you you learn later that they were, you know, Thulsa Doom has this infatuation with had this infatuation with steel. He's since moved on from where yeah. the, he is in the beginning of the movie. He pr-
2: yeah, Thulsa Duman probably heard somewhere that there were excellent sword makers in this city, yeah. or this little village, and that's what he went. He went for the steel. He was going for, that, not say that sword, but a sword probably made by Conan's dad mm-hmm. because that stuff traveled word of mouth around the sure. that region, and that's why sure. he was there. I
3: mean, he's a crazy cult leader. Yeah. That's all the answer you need. Why are they doing this? Because he's a crazy cult leader.
0: Well, that's kind of what... I mean, I think Jenny, she can say she didn't enjoy this movie, but I think she enjoyed it more than the last time I watched it with her because I don't think she remembered very much because she wasn't paying very much attention. When we get into the movie and you find out that Tulsa Noom is this cult leader, she's like, wait, it's about cults? <laughs> I like cults. Cult yeah, that's her
2: pretty in. much what the whole movie is. It's a cult and then revenge. Yeah. yeah. It's right. all, that's the whole movie and a little bit of a love story. And I, I mean, mean, it's
3: great. This
0: movie's fucking brutal, especially for 82. I
3: well, mean, I, you know, it's funny for me saying that, you know, a lot of this stuff kind of, I feel like it was a first watch for me almost. And, and so much, so many fantasy tropes here. Yeah. That, I mean, and I, I can't speak as a, an authority in the fantasy genre, but I feel like there's a lot here that, that is used and reused so often. Since oh, yeah. Then. I mean... There's a lot of great fantasy stuff in here. I felt like I was just watching Skyrim. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it, well that Skyrim or The Witcher or you know all this stuff that we you know, all this fantasy stuff we have now. But I I, I loved all the the set design, all the, the costuming. Yeah,
2: the wardrobe was great.
3: Yeah, the the lots of great effects, lots of blood, lots of you know. I love all the weapons. All this stuff is great. I, I will say it was a, it, it was a little slow, particularly the third act. It really picks up it it
0: does it does kind of have a a little bit of a double ending in a way yeah um and i think that does ultimately hurt it when you're watching it the, jenny and i talked about it there's a lot you probably could have cut out of this and not missed much mm-hmm. um but i mean this is the 80s how do you really tell a story about a barbarian without there being either death and kills every 5 seconds or you know it's kind of relative to the time
3: it It's an epic, I mean it is it, it's yeah. long, but it a lot happens, so yeah. you know it's kind of like some of these old war movies and some of these old you know uh westerns and stuff they they are long and they could feel a bit like a chore yeah. for a modern viewer, but by the end, you're like, holy shit, a lot of stuff just happened yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah.
2: and and who would have thought that really Arnold got all of his muscles from just pushing a wheel in yeah. circles for. About ten years.
3: Yeah. You know what I was thinking? I, I, I was thinking it would be funny if all slaves just looked like bodybuilders. <laughs> they were slaves, like just slave work makes you look like a like a, a bodybuilder. Uh, if if like all the slaves in the in the pits and stuff, uh, turning these wheels with Schwarzenegger were just all bodybuilders all from, the, from the seventies yeah. and early
1: eighties.
2: It's amazing with turning a wheel and a little steroids
0: to do it for you. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, like the first half hour of this movie has very little dialogue.
0: Aside from the narrator and the conversation that the dad has with Conan, it's about 20 minutes before we really start getting into any dialogue. Yeah.
2: I have it listed as, I think, 24 minutes before Arnold speaks his first line.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is a grunt.
2: Well, no, I didn't go with, no, I I don't count the grunt. That's just a noise. I'm talking like speaks. Oh. a line
3: twenty he doesn't say a whole lot in this film, well, but I mean, he did not speak English very well yeah, right.
0: and i I don't think i mean I think Arnold is the perfect person for this role because oh. at the time he didn't speak English very well, and it, you don't need it in a movie like this, I mean this is just one hundred percent macho, mm-hmm. i mean yeah mm-hmm. and and he That's but why the, Jenny
3: loves it so much <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i I mean I think what little dialogue he has in this is not terrible.
1: No, he doesn't. Oh, fun. no. I think he he's does a good, good job this. with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. The grunting is. Yeah. yeah. Well. The man can grunt. So, uh,
0: so I wanted to ask, uh, the guy, uh, the guy who, uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> when they throw him in that first pit, and yeah, they start going at him and the noises
1: the he's making. like a vampire. like Yeah. yeah he's a got his teeth all t- uh,
2: filed. His teeth are filed down and stuff like
3: that. So I, I wanted. Can we get more of your Arnold?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: that's quality. I truly. I hit me with some Arnold, Jenny.
1: No.
3: Oh, we got to hear
2: it now that you can't do it. Come get on, to the Jenny. chopper.
1: Get to the chopper. Get <laughs> down. Get down. Get down now. So- get down again. <laughs> no, those are my tortillas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I wanted to. I I made an observation here. I think. Did anybody else think um, that the slave owner that buys Conan looked a little like this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was getting oh, you, Tormund vibes, Yes,
1: that's what I was going to say. It's going to me Tormund. Tormund. Yeah.
0: So I just put up a picture of Gwildor from the Masters of the Universe movie, and Definitely. I think it's pretty yeah. uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it Josh is, close, is yeah. trying to push Masters
2: of the Universe, I think, in every episode it's that we've reported. It's going to
0: happen. It's gonna happen, my friends. We're gonna oh. talk about that movie.
3: The uh, the also the as long as we're talking about references, there the the bad guy with the twin snakes on his helmet. Yeah, very much look like the helmet on the I forget her name, and I should have looked this up for him. But in these in one of the Zelda games, there's this little character that rides like a wolf, and she's got a helmet exactly like that. It looks exactly the same. Must have been, uh, huh. inspired by this. But uh, maybe we'll post that on Twitter. Oh. Well, we get past, it, and then
2: Conan figures out how to fight. I mean, they throw him in a pit. He didn't even know what he was doing. He just kind of winged it. It was just
1: big. At this, yeah, he's trying just big to not
3: die. Yeah. I mean, quickly before though, in the in the attack uh, on the when he's a child, um, that dog attack was pretty gnarly, eh? Yeah. When the dogs are tearing up the person, that, that opening, pretty, yeah. Y- you and then they he, behead his his mother. Yeah. Right, right
0: in, front in front of him. him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Dude, cool. and not only that, but that part about his mother, I have a note about that. I don't know if it was just because I was watching it in a new form, not VHS or something like that. Dude, the sound effect of when her head gets cut off. Yeah. Dude, that is, for now, you hear, it's like, you're like, whoa, I felt it's that. Pretty like pretty
3: good. Yeah, yeah gore and, and all that stuff is pretty good in this. Lots of blood. You know, when, whenever a sword hits somebody, there's like a, just a big old bucket of blood falls on the ground. Yeah. Which is pretty fun
2: i think robert rodriguez uh took notes from this movie with his
3: movies (laughs) and you know um and so going back to the the gladiator fights you know he 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 gets through we get a little montage of him kind of fighting up the ranks and getting better and he gets some like wolverine claws at one point he's got a lot
1: of costumes he even does the
3: the the wakanda (laughs) he does the Wakanda cross on his chest at one point dude yeah I think Which we all imitated
2: of, that when we were kids. If you were a big Conan fan, you're out there fighting, you do the the whole thing with your hands out and then across yeah, your chest. Across and the and, the mu- and again, time. the music. That music during that. Yeah. The montage. Oh. Yeah. That's
3: and you know, Wolverine would do the cross claws as well. That yeah. was a Wolverine move too, but um I liked how he they let him read and he read some philosophy and whatnot. Yeah, they taught was him. uh educating himself a little bit, you know, a slave from a chi- from childhood. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to read some books, which you know. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: what's interesting about when they throw him in the pits and how he kind of progresses from there, and he earns his way through killing his way through all these people to get, you know, fame and fortune within this this gladiator pit, you know, stuff they're doing. And then, um, yeah, I mean they they treat him like like he's a prize, and they send him to to do training with the sword fighting and and all of that stuff. I thought all of that is really interesting especially to kind of get, build his personality
1: i wonder if it was right, kind and- of like a similarity since um arnold was learning how to speak english at this time his character is learning how to read and yeah. speak and True. not even learning I mean, to speak just-
2: english he was learning basically to act on <laughs> set i mean and he had freaking jane earl jones and yeah and max what's his name
0: max von Sydow. Uh,
2: yeah, Mike, so now, I mean, I read that that the two of them are basically giving him acting lessons on set. Well, gosh, I mean, how James Earl it. Jones, gets exactly.
3: acting lessons from that dude is pretty... Yeah, I mean, start had, your career out with teachers like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had, places. he had
0: Darth Vader right there in front of him. He could have took notes. Yeah.
3: Indeed. But yeah, Indeed. I mean... And, and for, for as brutal as Conan is, it's, it's interesting. He's not stupid. Yeah. No. You know, he, he's no fool.
2: Yeah, he doesn't play the dumb barbarian that we've got uh, later, you know, through the, the, the other movies right, sometimes. The, 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 the barbarian the is always the dumb guy of the group.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, he becomes a king at the end of this film. He's, you know, he's no fool.
0: Right. So the slave, the slave owner lets him go. He realizes he's got something that he's not going to be able to tame. I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to get from this: is that this guy knows that if he continues to to drive Conan along, he's eventually going to end up getting fucked up or losing him altogether. <laughs> yeah, Conan's
3: just going to kill everybody anyway. <laughs> so he's
0: like, "I'm just going to cut. I'm going to cut it from here. I've made my riches off this guy. I love the King Arthur moment, though, when he's running through the field, the dogs are chasing him, and he finds this this hidden. Tomb or whatever, Tomb, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like he thinks that that's Crom, you know, his god's like palace. But I don't think that's really what it is.
2: I think it's more of he, because he fell into the hole after being chased by dogs, and next thing you know, he is gifted a sword. He's thinking Crom led yeah. him there, right? And he's like, "Thank you, Crom, for the sword," because remember, steel is most important yeah. in life. So right, I think and that's why that sword, I think the
0: Crom.
3: Yeah, he uses that sword to kill the dogs and give himself a nice. Yeah, mouthful. because he
0: has a he hates dogs because dogs <laughs> killed his dad. So he. he so this dogs. is a moment Jenny had in the movie. We were watching it, and he get he pulls himself up out of the tomb, and it cuts after he cuts the the chain off of his <laughs> leg, and she goes, "Oh well, at least he didn't hurt the dogs." Well,
1: I said at least. They didn't- <laughs> I said, at least they didn't show him hurting the dogs.
0: Yeah. Which I took as you thought he didn't do anything no, to the dogs. No, I didn't <laughs>
1: think that. But then you pointed out that he was wearing them.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. he goes from barely wearing anything
2: to the, he has this nice, comfy winter gear. You're like, did he stop along at the local uh, shop and pick it up? No, he's made doggy boots But the doggy jacket.
0: I don't, I don't want to cut away from him getting the sword because the sword was another big part of this movie. Oh. Oh yeah, I feel like this sword is probably right up there with like a lightsaber or a proton pack for me as far as movies that I watched. Oh, yeah. this sword has so much personality to it. It's not just like a random like. I like the fact that it has a dull grip on it above, like below the blade, so he can grab it above the hilt and stuff like that. It's just a very well constructed sword that I, I I've always thought was iconic, and I don't think I've really, other than like He Man. And the and that's a cartoon, but like I don't think I've really got seen a, a sword in a other
3: than that, Excalibur. That's really I mean it. I
0: I wasn't even a big Excalibur fan, so I mean this well, is yeah. like
3: and 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 the scene with him, you know, a little further, but blue sky behind him, and he's shirtless and just kind of you know doing some sword moves yeah just, yeah you know his his
0: ninja training his kung fu yeah training.
3: and damn is that cool i mean yeah. a guy that big swinging this giant ass sword around there's probably hard to lift yeah know, and I, so I, big yeah, I found
2: i read uh, that that sword was 11 pounds and he trained was it two hours a day for three months straight to wow. learn how to do the sword stuff
3: Oh. Yeah, I and, mean he looks and he had comfortable to, with it for yeah, sure. And he
2: had to stop working out because his arms and his chest were getting so big he couldn't hold the sword. So he actually <laughs> had to slim down. He's like I, my yeah. man boobs are getting in the way here. So yeah, like,
3: yeah. He he is uh, definitely not at his biggest here. He for no. as big as he is, he was oh, he yeah. slimmed down a little bit, not not at, at competition size, because yeah, uh, at uh, that point, universe you can't move. <laughs> so you can't sword fight.
0: Jason, do you remember? in this movie when the like the first time you watched it when he starts banging Zool and uh she turns into a fucking vampire wolf woman and dude that ho- <laughs> that
2: whole that uh, scene, I remember as a kid you're like you well I mean you're a kid so you're like oh look they're wrestling <laughs> you know you know but then you later realize yeah they're they're making out you know he ha- he owes her a price i guess he has to have sex with her because everything has a price, she says, and then all of a sudden she go, her eyes are closed, and then they open up, and it's like, no, I don't even think it's Zool, It's more like thriller.
0: Yeah, a little bit
2: with the with the eyes and the teeth, and then the hair starts like grabbing him too, and everything. And I was like, he the fireplace. Yeah, he just he tosses her in, her in
3: the fireplace.
2: <clears throat> off you go. Yeah, and then she turns into like this ghost witchy thing. She just goes up, yeah, <laughs> and
3: then she goes off.
2: <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
3: I love I that like, when she turns yeah. into it's like a demon or a yeah. you know spirit or something and yeah. it just flies around and flies off. It's amazing. I love that yeah. stuff.
0: So I I know there was a few things in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s with Stallone and working in like softcore porn and stuff. But like, was, was Arnold part of that, too? Did he do?
2: I don't f- think he did. Not think, that I'm aware of. I think he I think in one movie he played like Atlas or Hercules uh-huh. was one of his first movies, something like that. You no, know, he was Hercules
0: book. and something.
2: Yeah, but it was all of his lines were
0: overdubbed. So I was thinking about this as I'm I'm watching this movie because he has two sex scenes in this one that's Mm -hmm. quite long. Um, Oh, yeah. Is this the one and only time we've ever had an Arnold sex scene in a movie? Mm. I, I, I mean, I've seen quite a few Arnold movies. I don't remember him getting busy in too many of them. That's a good
3: question. I'm not sure.
0: I... No, I think you're right. right. dude. Do we have a fact-checking guy? Recall?
3: Did we get something in Total Recall? Maybe
0: Total Recall. That's what oh. I was just thinking about. I think he may have had a little scene with Sharon Stone in that. It's been a I while. I mean, Sharon Stone they've... was a sex goddess at that point in time, so if he, yeah, if he wasn't doing yeah, something with her in the movie, lot. they probably I mean, missed a shot.
3: It's hard. It's weird, the bodybuilder thing, and I think... There's a reason we've moved away from that in modern cinema. Yeah. You know, I, you know, bodybuilder is just such a, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no. Their bodies we've- are just so huge. And yeah, they look awesome and badass, but like, they can't really move and they're kind of, you know, it's like, do people, uh, well, we moved
2: on from, we moved on from using bodybuilders to using wrestlers in every action movie. Now,
3: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, yeah, we do have the rock for sure, but you don't get a lot of sex scenes with the rock either. I mean, if you think oh, about it, yeah, I don't think so. Lots more sex scenes with but, more normal-bodied people but, than like yeah. <laughs> just muscles on muscles on muscles. But the I way
0: the way the witch talked in that scene too was always kind of creepy to me as a kid. Oh yeah. Do you not Very... want to warm yourself by my fire? My fire. <laughs> Come oh, yeah, on, baby, by tra- my fire. Yeah. But
2: then we get to meet. Was it a like,
0: Subutai? That's really the trust- only thing the witch scene was good for was introducing Subutai to.
2: Yeah, we get to meet Subutai. I like Subutai. Uh, it, I like his little sense of humor throughout the whole movie. He's got a serious parts and then he's, it's like he's, he's a little comedy side a little
3: bit. Not yeah, as much he- as his
2: helper in Conan the Destroyer, but yeah. in this one, then of course the wizard also is a little funny. too. Well, he later. brings
3: a little charisma to the, to the movie yeah. because, you know, Arnold doesn't have a ton and, you know, can't speak all that great yeah he's yeah. a nice presence to have around and i like when they kind of joke with each other and kind of yeah. razz each other a little bit I, that, that brings a little
2: i like the their part up on the mountain or wherever they're at and they're talking about their their gods hey, don't a, talk
0: shit about my god bro. having a pissing contest about their faiths yeah. <laughs> whose god is more strong sounds familiar um <laughs> This movie is oddly comedic at times, too. And I know this scene struck you as kind of cruel, but when he punches the, the camel. Camel. Put- punch <laughs> a camel. <laughs> I was about to say
3: punch a camel. Why? It. It's like, it just comes out he's of nowhere. A big, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a big brute. He doesn't, he's never been in a city before. Yeah. He's been a freaking slave his whole life he's finally seeing the world it's like a fish out of water thing yeah
2: well not only that i think they were on something they were drunk or something and i and i love the line when they're walking through the city says does it always smell like this how does the wind get in here yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then it right before then he punched it. but they're on they got that stuff from that one vendor and i guess it's the real stuff and it's, i guess it might be kind of like lsd or something because they're out of their minds yeah that's
3: right they, they yeah. did take I mean, something they are on something he also yells at some woman he says you're a slut yeah. <laughs> oh, they're all sluts yeah not sluts.
0: <laughs> yeah not a not a good look from a boy <laughs> then we meet valeria because she's a thief in the same place and they've it's Conan's life work that he's going to find these people that murdered his people. Um, so he's you looking see for him, people with the people, yeah. the snake emblem. So you see right. him asking people around about anything they've seen. And I've, I've always found it kind of, kind of cool with this is that they don't, they find their way through everything and it's not this symbol he's looking for. It's just this serpent kind of thing. So it's not just right in front of your face all the time. Anytime he's looking for things, even when they find this tower, it's not the it's not the symbol he's looking for that it's being represented there, but it leads to that. Mm-hmm. Well, um,
3: apparently there are multiple snake cults yeah. in this universe because somebody yes. says it's just another snake cult, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Ah, oh, it's another snake cult. God dang it!
2: Huh. Are we still dealing with snake cults today? Yeah. I think we do we have a problem with more which snake cults. I'm that? looking for the oh, corn.
0: I'm looking for the corn snake cult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to be confused with the milk snake cult <laughs> so jenny brought up a good point when we were watching this they climb this tower just to go
1: down back down
0: <laughs> i guess it's the only way in
2: they yeah that's go in the front that, door
3: right there's there's breaking think James. In. it's like
1: going Jones in through the roof went in but that's not james top. earl jones's
0: place
3: no no it, that's just a temple that's one temple yeah, it's being run by one of his meathead flunkies. Yeah. Rexor. Basic- Re-
2: Rexor is his name. Yes,
3: Rexor, who's basically just a big redneck. Cult? He's basically a big redneck man. Yeah. Well, that's this what I'm saying.
0: He could have driven away from this palace on a Harley, and it wouldn't have made any <laughs> yeah. difference.
2: And what's funny is that when they, they go up, they're, uh, Conan and Valeria are using a rope, and Subutai's got his knives. Ch-ch-ch-ch.
0: Yeah, he's just how
2: cool he is just went, And he beat him up to the top, dude. Yeah, he's he's, he's our ninja cool. of the movie, dude. He's badass. Yeah, this that dude's
0: awesome. But I, I'm pretty sure that this movie is a reason why I have a fear of snakes. Um, the giant snake. That giant. What? That giant snake scene fucked with me as a kid. Yeah. Why did it, it have looks to be snakes? Great.
3: It actually holds up really well. I it does. Say. It looks. It and, looks awesome when he stabs it and the blood pours what? out. I mean, it, the commitment to blood in this movie is commendable. <laughs> because you could very easily have him you know stab some rubber snake and blah 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 but uh-huh. and yeah the snake doesn't look amazingly real but
0: but they do some stab for-
3: it and and all that blood comes out and it's just gross and it looks good there's I, I certain things I like-
0: where i think they are using a real snake too and they're using like a forced perspective shot
2: yeah, they do oh, a few yeah, maybe, of those yeah. later in the movie for sure, and yeah. then you see. Oh, the snake. definitely
3: when when yes. Tulsa Doom changes, you get yeah. the snake for a yeah. while. Yeah. Uh,
2: but you talk about the blood. I read a fun fact about it that I uh, guess where they're at was cold, and the blood mixture kept freezing, so they added vodka to it. And the every time they had a punch to the face and you, know, you got to spit out blood or blood, the, the actors would swallow the blood because they were drinking the vodka.
3: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Vodka I was like, blood. maybe that's why there's
2: so much blood. It's like, hey, dude, let's get loaded. Hey, just psh, pour blood all over me, bro. Well, I need four or five shots right now.
0: I tell you what, after <laughs> after that um, cult orgy cannibal party scene with all the blood there. Oh, yes. You, know, you would have had some pretty drunk motherfuckers. Oh yeah. That true. scene there gets pretty damn bloody. Um, yeah. I love how Valeria is able to kind of like secret agent way secret, secret agent woman, her way into this little, and I love the shot where it shows her behind the girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it cuts and she's in the outfit. Yeah, I like her. It, it's fun how they play with that kind of thing.
3: It, it's a little bondy. It reminds yeah. me of bond a little bit at times. Uh, well, actually other times too. I mean, just him being, you know, Kind of a ladies' man, uh, betting all these women, you know, all this kind of sneaking into hideouts and stuff kind of has a bond vibe. All we bro. needed was
2: Conan drinking martinis, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we need.
0: But after they get this, this, uh, eye of the snake jewel, they go in and they steal that and piss the people off, kill their snake. Um, is when we get this, there, there's a certain time of riches that I think is pretty comical. You get a really long, love making scene with conan and valeria mm-hmm. yeah all right um, come on jenny lay it out was that a good one she I seems mean, satisfied so yeah that
1: wasn't out.
3: the only giant snake in the film <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: eric's here all week folks and then we get our, our performance from max von Sydow in this movie as the berserker <laughs> they think they're in deep shit they think they're going to get executed but in real life his daughter has joined the Nexium cult and they want her back.
1: <laughs> this is the, no, this is where they got the plot for the documentary. Yeah. It's just Conan, but
0: <laughs> they want him to go. You know, get their daughter. They the the berserker guy wants Conan and his thie, band of thieves to go get his daughter back. Supatai and uh, Valeria are like, no, let's just get the hell out of here. There's no there's no use in this. But Conan is driven by revenge. He knows this is his opportunity to get to Thulsa Doom.
3: I, I like that the and their Conan's plan is to dress up, you know, he 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 does the old, you know, Star Wars or whatever, dress yeah. up like the bad guy. And I love that it doesn't work. They go, that's definitely not a clan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse but me. I, a cult I member. I, <laughs> I jumped the gun on that note, but uh yes, the cult looks like uh oh. they uh, clan, you know, the the KKK. They've got these pointy white hoods. And yeah, you can't put Arnold in a, you know, he can't put on one of these priests uh, coats and and it's still, that's Conan, man. That I think he does
0: his part to blend in pretty well, though. He gets his <laughs> oh, flowers.
2: Yeah. and yeah. But when he the guy that he gets the robe from is this little bitty guy. And then he's wearing a robe and you can see it's like stretched out to the utmost. You know, it's like, yeah, he is, can't hide, man. Come the, on. The, and, but then he's flashing that little medallion around that he stole from yeah. the snake
0: tomb.
3: Yeah, it's very smart Use, the like way they using that as like uh you know like ID to get higher up the hill or yeah. whatever. Which, by the way, this set is amazing. It built is built on this hill. I mean, all, all like you have to admire the the set design in this film numerous times.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean they they spared no expense as far as that stuff goes. I think it Spare looks no very expense. spared no expense. Um, <laughs> but uh, I love the exchange between he and the the cult chief or whatever the guy is because Arnold puts it on for him and he's like can we go and speak uh. over there where no one will see like he's so like yes. oh this guy's yeah. gonna get lucky like this was a,
3: <laughs> yeah that priest was down to bang yeah, yeah. wasn't he he was uh, like he don't be ashamed clouds. of your
0: body buddy take <laughs> take that robe off yes <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I'll take your flowers forget that lady forget that lady you left behind uh, he was gracious.
3: into it gracious but, uh, yeah,
0: I, I like that they see right through him trying to infiltrate. Um.
2: Well, they take the medallion. The guard takes the medallion back to Rexor and Thorgrim. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, I mean, like, I mean, later we find out that Thorgrim raised that snake. So they knew that that was hanging in that yeah. uh, little snake thing, and then they come up there to grab him. But I did notice one thing. you know, Conan is now a's what? I mean, when was he probably like eight or nine when they took him? And now he's probably in his 20s yeah, or something like that. And uh, I guess it's because of the cult thing and the magic. The two of them have an age. They look exactly the same way they did yeah. when they killed his mom.
3: Yeah, so, but I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe they were in their mid 20s. Now they're in yeah. their late 30s. They don't look a all- yeah, they do look the same, like yeah, I mean, yeah, they look uh, to well, it they probably wouldn't have they changed the a
0: whole lot other than like gray hair. <laughs> I mean, well, well,
2: I like, well, doom is supposed to be a thousand years old, so maybe he had right. used his magic to keep his minions there you go, young too. He used
0: his magic to keep his bangs
3: trimmed. Mm, yeah. his hair is the hair. <laughs> yeah, maybe they
2: were part of the orgies, you know, sex keeps you young, yeah, um
3: I do like his his monologue, we'll call it about the power of the flesh. versus the power of steel Mm -hmm. um you know how he just calls that woman to just kill herself on a whim just to show his power how he has taken control of of people and they do what he says without thinking yeah you know uh just walk right off the yeah just you hey hop off and die boom no reason just and he is imposing i mean i you know it's nice having james earl jones here this could have been God knows who, but I mean, he brings a gravitas to this villain.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, his voice definitely helps. I mean, oh, yeah. his voice oh, is just is, an it, iconic it, voice. Yeah, it's an iconic voice. Um, I don't know if his his physical acting in this is really all, all that great, but well, he, I mean, he, he definitely his, brings his, something to never, it.
3: We don't even have a fight between. He's yeah. not really. He's not really a physical opponent for. Yeah, he kills his combat.
2: mom, and that's really about it. Yeah, yeah, physically it, it's
3: more of, you know, he's the leader, he's the guy that's running the show, but yeah, uh, Rexor and whatever Thorgrim, guys, Thorgrim are really the, the physical threats. I, and I there do are a couple of meatheads. They look like they look, particularly the guy with the hammer, which one's Well, that? the guy that's Thorgrim, Thorgrim, forgot, Thorgrim,
2: yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name, but uh his actual name, but uh he so was, was like, mis- well? yeah, he was Mr. Denmark, Denmark's strongest man, so he's probably workout buddies with Arnold Yes, I
3: will that's... say, I, I really liked his hammer, his war hammer. I mean, something about a war hammer, when you're just talking about visceral action. Yeah. Thor would be jealous of that hammer. with a hammer. I mean, it's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal.
0: Well, I'm glad you guys brought him up. That brings us to the Almost Famous.
3: Almost Famous. I know that, dude. I don't know that. I
0: know her. You Haven't you ever heard of that guy? With, with... That guy who was in that movie that was out last year. Um, that guy would be my pick for almost famous, to be honest with you, um, going through this movie at this point, Arnold Schwarzenegger was probably not a household name, just building it. I mean, like I said, this is where I really found out about him. Uh, everybody else in this movie, um, apart from Mac, Max von Sedow he was already a well established actor. Uh, but this guy, Sven Ole Thersen, this is the guy that I would have to pick out of the handful of people that are really recognizable in this movie. Actually,
2: Actually, I, I would have to disagree because that guy went on to be in Gladiator, Cole, and The Running Man with no, Arnold too. Th- and
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's been in all of that stuff. But could you have really like? Could you have pu- pulled his name out of a hat? Yeah, you don't. know yeah. like, his name? But he he I think
3: lion yeah. helmet in Gladiator. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. but Blew the thing, just but now. the one
0: I was
2: considering because I mean I looked her up and she had bit parts in movies from that point on. Like, I think even smaller than his, like as far as even being in movies that we know was uh, Valeria Sandal Bergman. She hardly did anything. She was at a bit part in red Sonia and was in the ice cream man. Yeah. And I, I would go with her. It's almost famous. Cause well, I know the other guy I've seen him in many more movies than her.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've, I feel like he is a better, better pick for that because you have seen him in other stuff, but it's, he's just that he's guy. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, He's that guy you do see and stuff. I mean, he was in Mallrats. He played. He played yeah. Lafleur's. Le, yeah, he was Lafleur's. yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Look <laughs> <You laughs> like at Eric's you face. Are blowing my. I mind. wish
0: I I wish y'all could see Eric's face you when Josh just said
2: His head yeah. literally exploded. Holy crap! Right here on screen, it just happened. Amazing. Amazing.
0: He's Lafleur. He was in Total Recall, uh, Harley God. Davidson, and the Marlboro Man. He's been in all kinds of stuff. But
3: God damn, Until I'm looking mad. up well, his
0: name for this, I could have never told you what his name was.
3: Mm-hmm. That's funny. I, You know, it's funny because I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, I agree. He, he That is, that is a, a great example of of this segment. Um, and I, I
0: think Mako, the wizard guy, has been in other stuff. He's in this. Oh, dude, he's he was in, in, in Pearl Harbor goes. and yeah.
3: stuff, yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, I mean, that that would definitely be my, my case for almost a good
2: and, and he was in part two, Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think this one has a good little trio of people that you follow through this one. Conan the Destroyer maybe kind of falls flat on that. Whenever yeah. you get to that one, yeah,
3: well, yeah, it, I like Valeria and Subatai and Conan together. They're a fun little band of. And she's a strong female character yeah. in this. Yeah, like, yeah. And, she's and, no pushover. And, she cool. like, and damn, when she gets that, when she I, when she shows up in his vision later, that mm-hmm. is. I mean, I'm getting ahead of us, but that is so cool. Like I love, but let's let's. Let's, Let's talk about the
2: tree of wool.
3: The tree of woe.
2: That's, is it wool or woe? Because I, I have been trying to woe. figure this out for like years. Woe,
3: like sadness, no? That's uh, what
2: I thought, but it sounds like I kept rewinding. It sounds like Google, it says tree guys. of wool. I but I thought it was woe too. What do you think?
1: It's got to be wool because of all of James Earl Jones' flashy-ass robes.
2: <laughs>
1: it's he's it's got whoa, everybody like in, like, it is
2: okay. muslin
1: wraps. Yeah. And he's over and, here with the glamorous wardrobe.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, he's pimp Daddy uh, Jones over there, man.
3: He's got it. Yeah, I mean, Conan is crucified, a la Jesus. And he's even got the, 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 the stab in the rib. He's even yeah. got the rib wound. Yeah, well, they said crucify it, Yeah. As if it wasn't, you know, like clear enough that we're invoking jesus here uh they have to add the the exact wound in his rib there but uh, again with the with the set design that tree is so freaking cool and dude he has
0: he has fucking nails driven through his wrist and his legs yeah
3: just like yeah just he is straight up crucified on this tree and and when he bites the bird how cool is that dude
2: Dude, (laughs) dude, another cool fact about that's a real vulture that's pecking at him that's a real vulture. And then the one he bites is another real vulture that is dead that had died. And he bit in for real. And as soon as it seems like they had to come over there and rinse his mouth out so he wouldn't get any infections. Wow. Yeah, probably so some Arnold was going. hardcore and he did his own stunts in this movie. Him and the Valeria character, they did their own stunts because well, they, I want to talk they couldn't about find anybody to fit them
3: later in the film. Because uh, there's some stunts in this film that blow me away. But, but I kept
2: uh, wondering my like for the majority of my life before we did this is like, were those birds real? Or are there some really good Animatronics, <laughs> even for eighty-two.
3: Conan, they they take him down off the tree. He's near death
2: because yeah. is awesome. Founding this,
3: this comes to one of my favorite parts of the film. Okay, they first of all, I love the the drawings all over his skin. Oh,
1: or, dude, yes. Jenny, Jenny, like, Jenny was a just, little confused by this. I was scene. confused.
3: Well, you've got a wizard. He has yeah. to. He's trying. It's a, to, spell. It's a yeah, spell. It's a spell. It's a spell and and you know it requires certain
1: but like I... lifts and
3: whatnot uh, you know and it's drawn all over him i love just the from an artistic standpoint it looks, it looks awesome. amazing yeah when the when they are fighting off the spirits or the demons, demons. Or, or whatever's trying to drag his spirit to hell or to the afterlife or whatever yeah that holds up amazingly i think I it looks great yeah how yeah. good that looks i mean she is fighting you know thin air and they draw this on the film later and no. it look or layer it or whatever no. and it looks incredible like yeah. i i i was like i looked over at kayla my wife and i was just like this looks amazing <laughs> i can't believe how good this looks yeah i mean damn because i mean it's I like that.
0: it's imperfect and i think that's what works for it um yeah. it's not just this this shape of an actual person or whatever it's just these you know it could be spirit i mean it it looks good for what they're doing with it
2: yeah misty red demons yeah and then but even before and
3: yeah man and even before that we get yeah,
2: and we get a little foreshadowing because before that happens he says this place uh, extracts a heavy toll for doing this and she says i'll pay whatever the price is And you're like ah Mm -hmm. a little foreshadowing here maybe yeah because they really had they focused on that and then the whole demon scene and that was cool. I well I was
1: confused because it seemed to me that he was dead because they wrapped him in a shroud. I yeah, mean I do not
3: tell perfect. if he's dead or dying in that scene. I, mean, like, I, think I, he's I don't know that at matter. death.
2: I think he's at I feel death. If like
1: you're shrouding him that's like he is dead and I
2: think fishes. that's part of the spell.
1: I uh, think it is. Okay.
3: Because
2: they probably put that stuff all over his whole body, and then they had to wrap him. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: mean, he could be dead or not dead. We're dealing with magic here. It doesn't matter. I mean, mean, you know, either way, they do a magic spell, and they, like Jason said, it seems like they trade her soul. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm.
0: the the wizard says that they, they extract a heavy toll and that he will have to survive the night in order for this to work because they're going to come for him. And she yeah. fights them off. She said. She says she's going to pay the toll. Um, at this point, it looks like he survived it. He's recovering, and even so much as so as when she looks at him again, the 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 stigmata are, are gone. Yeah. So like it's healed him. Um, but little do they and, know, she will have to pay the yeah. price later. Yeah.
2: And then you get that iconic scene that uh, Eric had mentioned earlier of him on the beach with the sword, and he's like yeah. touching his hands, and then that the music again. Fits the scene perfect yeah it's just great with him this movie alive. wouldn't be How nearly
0: this movie wouldn't be nearly as epic as it is without the score i think Dude, the
2: score, without the is score great. The,
3: and the cool. and the landscape i i think yeah. the location shooting in spain those landscapes and those sets are so incredible they really give it a feeling of scale yeah that that oh. i don't think you get with a lot of other fantasy films that are on sets and you know I think Sounds some crazy. of the
2: closest ones yeah. as a recent would probably be the Lord of the Ring movies. Cause I mean, they use pretty sure. much all of New Zealand for right.
3: that. I mean the scenes in, in, in Lord of the Rings where they're running across the field and stuff like that, we yeah. get stuff like that in but this movie.
0: Even, even but, with those uh, nowadays, you can see the fakery and what a lot of what they do. Oh, yeah. like back, he, back in this time, they really had to rely on what, what, you know, in camera shooting, what was in the camera and what they could use. And I think that's what really builds upon something like a movie like this or a movie like Willow, which Willow oh, still dude. has some questionable CG or computer, you know, computer generated stuff in it. But um, I, I I thought a lot about Willow watching this too. Like yeah. Willow is almost a PG version of this in, in a sense. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Um.
0: So where are we at, Jason?
2: Uh well after. Conan's lived through the night, no demons, everything's great. We know a price is going to be paid. We don't know what it is just yet. We have our three little band of heroes talking about, hey, do we still want to go get the princess? And Conan is super focused because it's just and Valeria just talking, and all Conan is doing is that rock is sharpening the sword the whole entire time. Never says a word. but But that's what they're saying is, We'll kill doom another day. Let's get the princess. Let's get our riches and let's go live a happy life for a little bit. We'll get doom another day. Yeah. And, but Conan, you can see it. He the look at his, eye, he ain't having, he ain't sharpening that sword just to kill whoever he wants the head of doom.
3: Yeah. And who can blame him?
0: And I love the makeup they do on these people on the, pe- on everybody here. Um, I think it looks great for where they're going. Like it, it, it truly feels like camouflage to where they are.
3: Yeah. That's kind of
0: what it is, yeah.
3: It's a little early, Commando. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually wrote
0: down that it reminds me of Commando a little bit.
3: There's a few things in this movie that remind me of future uh, Schwarzenegger movies as well, actually. Um, But I love the good notes. I love the
0: walkthrough you get as they're taking out guys in Thulsa Doom's tower, Um, and not only like at this point we've only found out that they're a cult, worship snakes, all that stuff, sex, and, and all that, but now we get confirmation that they're also fucking cannibals.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and They dude. some human soup. They yeah. got a it's big yeah. old
1: Such vat of human a nasty green soup. color. It's like pea soup
0: with fingers uh, yeah. and heads and torsos. Yeah. And, well,
3: and you and see all, it. There's a big orgy, and there's, again, yeah. an amazing set. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. set is incredible. Uh, this huge, like, marble. There's columns wow. and stairs. Yeah. And there's just this massive orgy happening, and they're all about to eat this what does not look very appetizing uh, well, that's
2: what i was like they get into the kitchen and you're seeing them cook the soup but you if you looked over in the corner you see the guys with the axes cutting the hands off of people and stuff right to they're, put in they're the are soup. hanging
3: bodies like a, yeah. like a butcher yeah and i
2: it was funny when i saw the soup i was like soylent green
3: <laughs> why is the soup green I what
2: mean, is because solid green is people
3: right but i guess yeah but i mean what what ingredient is making it green right now i mean they're they're in the uh, desert they're putting this should be like a brown broth yeah uh, no,
2: they're they're going more for like a pesto yeah i fill, guess there's a lot of, maybe a little split pea
3: soup yeah a lot of basil a lot a bas- of a uh, lot of basil yeah a lot of basil, uh, maybe some and it's, parsley
2: in this And this uh, is a right-hand soup. They only use the right-hand. Left-hand soup is on Thursdays. This is Friday. <laughs> this is right-hand Friday soup.
0: So. This is the one spot of the movie where I think the score kind of works against the movie a little bit. Is the... the da, 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 like that... A L- uh, th- little happy. Like the dancey kind of... like? I don't think... They use it a lot, and I feel like it's just kind of a little bit. I'm tired of it by the time they get to... To the point where they're done using it, but then mm. when 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 Conan dumps that big ass bowl of dude, uh, cannibal soup out, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes and that's dun, a new dun, label dun, like those the 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 drums, the drums and and everything about that part of the score I mean just it's so metal dude yeah, I mean that it makes that's a movie, metal album
2: in the making so it is metal
3: dun, 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 dun. and and yeah and and giving Arnold uh, a chance to have a feat of strength is is always fun in any arnold film like have him lift something heavy because that's he's a big dude and let him be strong and yeah him dumping that uh, and dumping campbell's cupo people (laughs) on people (laughs) uh yeah it's uh it's definitely great and then they 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 get the girl they escape and then you go ahead
2: you missed the best part man did i snake scene dude
3: that's Both what I'm talking of, about. Oh yes. The no, that's before
2: all this because yeah. while they're sneaking in, he is constantly changing into a snake while they're sneaking in before the soup and everything. What do
3: we think about the snake transformation? We talk about we've talked about wolf transformation. Let's
2: ask Jenny, our CGI expert or effect <laughs> expert.
1: Well are you, Jenny. You know, I it started FX happening corner. and I was like, Oh, he's gonna be a snake <laughs> and then <laughs>
3: I'm a snake.
1: Snake. You know, when he's done turning into the snake and it's a real snake and I think it's like a little baby snake with a paper towel on its head.
2: I'm a slithery little snake.
3: Yeah. I wish <laughs> the, the snake had, had a mullet. The
1: looks great because it is an actual yeah. snake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would have I been didn't... great
3: if the snake had a mullet like, like <laughs> <Goombo>? <laughs>
2: it had the bangs. Had the, it yeah, had yeah. the bangs, dude. It
3: had to have the bangs when it went oh, out. That would missed the opportunity there.
2: I'm a slithery little snakey snake a <laughs> snake.
3: I love that. That's but no, that's a, that's another of one of those. That's
0: another one of those forced perspective shots that yeah. I think is really cool with him with yeah. with the snake and the girl in the in the shot. Right um, when his right. eyes it's change, to be large. Yeah, yeah, and his eyes change to the the. It's not a forked eye, but it's the it's the, a slit. The slit, yeah, eye. A slit. I think that's really cool. That kind of harkens back to rick moranis and ghostbusters for me a little bit like it freaked me out a little bit when i was a kid (laughs) uh but the the scene the shots where it's his chin and his jaw like pushing out spaining that didn't hold up too well
3: well and and it doesn't look great but it's still pretty cool yeah Yeah. i I like it
2: oh it's even the part like jenny said that the snake with the little napkin is that part where he is the snake and he's still wearing his robe and he's just looking around the room like this yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'm dead, yeah guys you see yeah <laughs> and then he disappears, and then we get the big action scene and then thorgrim and um rexor after he throws the big jug of human parts everywhere like they look up and they go you like he lived they're like what the hell what can we do to kill this guy and that's, when that,
0: score co- that's when that score pops in and and we it- all
3: me out a minute because i was watching this on an old dvd mm-hmm. and it It skipped at this moment. DVD, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the Blu-ray looked
0: amazing. Amazing.
3: Uh, (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. I only have this on DVD. It's actually a double. It has it has Destroyer on it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, how does he beat them? Does he just? Because I it cut to where to where uh, Thor Doom helps them up basically. Uh, So.
2: so you want to do it, Josh? You want me to give the play-by-play? Play? You do the play-by-play play by by play.
3: Play on the podcast because I didn't watch this part. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this when is, he dumps the big welcome. bowl, when he dumps the big bowl of cannibal soup, it rolls down the thing and hits the pylon that's there that that, it, that, that the big orgy's going on around the
2: big column, yeah, and it yeah.
0: cracks the column. So when they get down and they start fighting, um, Thorgrim is swinging that big ass hammer around and he hits the column a couple of times it proceeds to fall over and a piece of it falls down and hits Rexor Rexor. and blocks Thorgrim from being able to get to where Conan is. So the fight ends there and they get away.
3: Okay, great. And then one of my favorite effects and ideas of this film happen. They escape, they're riding away on their horses and fate happens. Dude takes a snake and straightens it into an arrow I'm a snake, <laughs> <laughs> and, and fires it into Valeria. It's crazy. I, it's amazing. It's an amazing idea. It looks really good. Yeah, and then it, it holds also up. looks really good when Conan removes the snake. Yeah, it, it t- pulls it, it out and it, to it recoils snake. immediately. And Is that a real snake when he pulls it? Is he pulling a snake straight and just holding it straight like an arrow and then he lets it go and it coils back up? Yep.
2: That's what it looks like. I mean, it's a a fake arrow, but I think it was just the way they... No,
3: no, no. I mean, the scene where he's pulling it out of her. Yeah,
0: when he's pulling it out of her torso, he's actually holding a snake long and like holding it by the head. And then when he... And then let it go. Yeah, you can kind of see it in the shot. He sort of... Let's go of it, and it coils up, and then he throws it away. And by
2: He's the way, effect. and by the way, for all of our animal people, no snakes were harmed in the making of this movie.
3: That's not entirely true, Jason.
2: Probably not.
3: I actually. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I was trying to just make people feel better, Eric. Sorry. Thanks for ruining the day. We'll get there. We'll get there. Keep going. Keep going.
1: Don't be suspicious. 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 Don't be suspicious.
2: If If that part was Jenny, people. If you haven't
0: watched Parks and Recreation, we highly, highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, this is very sad when Valeria dies. I mean, he's already lost so much. He's found a partner. And I like the exchange between the wizard and Tsubatai. Subadai comes down and he's crying he's like Absolutely. I cry for him because he's not going to mm-hmm. and he, uh, even the wizard's like fire's not going to burn up there that's these are the cursed hills of wind like it's part of that setting and that liar light that fire lights right up
2: yeah that's my that's probably one of my favorite quotes in this movie yeah is I what, agree uh, Subatan says I, was, I love that little part
0: well I'm glad you brought up quotes Jason you're going to need a bigger
2: quote well, the uh, I only found two. Uh, the quote I found was thief, warrior, gladiator, king. Straight nice. to the point.
3: Yeah. I like it. I, I've seen
2: it on the movie posters on a few of them. It's just up, it's at the very top left hand corner. The other one was, uh, Jenny would like this one. He conquered an empire with his sword, she conquered him with her bare hands. Bounch, 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 But yeah, the. Uh, The whole thing about he is Conan, the Sumerian. He won't cry, so I cry
0: for him. Yeah.
2: That's that. And then, of course, the opening to crush your enemies that everybody loves. That's my two quotes that I love.
0: Yeah, I struggled on this. Uh, As much as I hold this movie in a very high regard and in a special place in my heart, I don't feel like there's too many terribly memorable quotes from it because there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie.
3: No, this, yeah. this is not a dialogue driven film for sure. I, I have one. Um, let me breathe my last breath into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Jenny actually cracked up when she said Valeria that. Valeria <laughs> says that and then doesn't breathe her last breath. Yeah. Into her no, mouth.
0: I was watching Jeez. for that myself.
3: Not she even was like, close. no, that was a bad idea. Never mind. <laughs> but she dies good, man. She
1: died good.
3: <laughs> yeah she I mean, but uh, yeah, I had the same one Jason as you, uh about you know he won't cry, yeah uh, I like the the you know the power of the flesh stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything specific written down, but yeah, you're right, I mean, there's not a ton of well
2: another- yeah, another one that I found that stuck out was uh, do you want to live forever because she said it at the beginning of the movie, yeah, I think mm-hmm. she said it and then she says it, well, we're gonna get to talk about it here in just a little bit, right, so. I think that one stood out. You but, guys, I, mean, I think
0: I think it's made. I mean, it's made an appearance already. I think this is probably the most common thing this movie would be known for.
1: Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is okay, that is I
2: got good. a question. How many of you ever tried to figure out what the lamentation of women meant? <laughs> I don't, think about as a kid. you like you're a kid. You don't you don't know that two dollar and fifty cent word. You don't know what that is. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? I mean, I grew I up here I I grew up in a Southeast Texas, man. What is the lamentation of the women?
1: Well, if I had seen this movie as a child, I would have known what lamentation yeah. is. <laughs> I,
2: I guess, you know, Bay High had better no, standards no. than...
1: As a, as a child, I'm telling you, oh. in the fourth or fifth grade, we had to memorize a poem to recite in front oh. of the class. The Raven was too long. My teacher told me I couldn't do it, so oh. um, I memorized a poem, Lament by Edna St. Vincent Millay, oh. and uh, yeah. So
3: yeah, well, can you can you ah. say the poem right now?
1: Um, the only part I remember is, "Listen well, children, your father is dead," um, and then she talks about like his belongings, which are n- nothing but uh like here's pennies for you to take whatever the kid's name is here's uh some a pretty piece of fabric for you to play with to the it's very sad
3: so you don't <laughs> remember it got yeah. it i just i remember the very
1: first line
2: this is the artistic hey, sign uh, side of the podcast with Ginny hey. Lou Brown. Yes.
3: But honestly, you guys, I don't know I, I didn't know they didn't have uh, lamination machines back then. Lam-
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think, think it was when you were a kid? I mean lamentation you see, because it's all macho and you're like, What is this talking about? You know, I don't doing even something to their women. This. <laughs> but the later in your life you realize it's they're grieving women, they're uh, weeping women like over their men being killed and
0: at the like time, that. as many times as I watched it as a kid, I had no interest in wanting to know. I just, I just thought it sounded cool because Conan was saying it. So
3: Right. And, and just before this segment's over, one more, uh, one more unused tagline is, he punched a camel and became king. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes, man. Knock out a camel. Yeah, I like that, that one. Close. Almost got that, one. Is that, think- is that
2: a camel Is that a camel smoking ad? He punched <laughs> Joe Camel.
3: He punched <laughs> Joe, Joe Camel in his
2: shit. Quit smoking or Conan will knock you
3: the fuck out. <laughs> Good Conan PSA. Punch punch Joe Camel. Yeah. We get a nice like I love the montage. It reminds me of A-Team. They're they're setting up their are they're going to fight. They know they're coming. They've got their girl that they kidnapped from the, the cult it's and the they, uh,
2: king's daughter the princess right doom is going to kill all of them because he gets seen your fire right you- so
3: so we're setting up our our, our 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 battle area and i love this in any movie ever 80s montage it's like okay let's put some stakes in the ground let's they, they set up some, some old armor and skeletons to look like maybe, you know, we've got some more men than we do because we only have three guys, uh, you know, and, and there's some traps set up. Very Home Alone. I... Dude, <laughs> well, I even actually... have that here. I
2: said Conan was uh, Kevin from Home Alone's ancient ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, Kevin, Kevin is a or... descendant of the Conan.
3: I, I mean, well, it, I'll just go right and say it. The The... The helmet trap where you oh. hit it with the hammer, and that made me think of Predator.
4: Yeah, the Predator a little bit.
3: trap where you know, like it, it swings around and gets him. But uh, this whole battle, like I said, the, the, the movie drags a little, but when you get to this battle, it's amazing. It's this um, is a great scene, but yeah, and not only that,
2: but like Subatai was that that day's like Legolas with a bow and arrow. Guaranteed, yeah. Dude Absolutely. He's like hitting shots from all the way across everywhere, dude. He is the original Legless, dude. Yeah, and he holds his yeah. own He's a
3: beast. He takes down a bunch of dudes. He even has that diving block of the snake arrow. Yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. At the end. He saves like the day at saves at the, end. End. the girl. I there's I a guy's...
0: scene with him where he's shooting off the arrows and whatnot, and somebody comes around and actually gets a pretty good whack at his thigh. Have you did you I guys know. notice that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, in the, take the, take wizard, the yeah, and the wizard Yeah the wizard saves anybody.
2: And I like and more a comedy from those, those two guys. The wizard's on the ground with all the armor, like a turtle. Yeah. yeah. And he can't get, get up. It's like flailing around. Like, I'm a turtle. I'm not a snake. I'm a turtle.
0: So, how do we feel about Conan's speech to Crum? I got a clip. It's, it's, I, I got a clip. I'm oh, going to play take, real quick. Crum.
1: I've never prayed to you before.
0: And I love his outfit. I have
1: no time for it. <laughs> Absolutely. No one, not even you, will remember. If we were good men or bad Why we fought Or why we died no. So epic All that matters is that two stood against many
0: That's what's important Barrow pleases you, Kram So grant me one request Grant me revenge Revenge And if you do not listen Then the hell with you The hell with you love Bad that ass to the very
2: Dude, end. I, I, I got goosebumps right now bro I do too I'm ready to go to battle where's my hammer <laughs> that's it we're all dressing up we're gonna go set booby traps and just kill he, anything that walks we're he done. who
0: possesses this hammer possesses the power of Thor.
4: <laughs>
2: hmm. I was gonna say the weird thing about the the Krom thing is he meant back, earlier we're going backwards uh, is he mentions Valhalla which is more like a Norse mythology yeah. So it's like it's kind of I guess Crom is mixing it. I mean Crom might be a, sure a the real whole,
3: thing. Yeah, where all the stuff comes here because you know, yeah. you, uh, you know, Conan was created in 1932.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, wow, was Robert it that far? Howard. Yeah, uh, so, it, it was, I mean it, like there's it,
3: probably a big mishmash of Yeah, of and then you got
2: Marvel Comics and Dark Horse Comics up. took him over. I mean, he's actually a
0: current Marvel character,
2: yeah. Conan.
3: Yep. He's in the Marvel 616 now. Yeah. Yep. Jason um, Aaron,
0: I think Jason is it Jason Aaron still writing the comic? I don't know. Oh, I can't remember.
2: Everybody they keep changing up Marvel a lot with writers, unless you're on the Venom series and you just stay where you are.
3: So this is where I get to dude, when this scene hits, these stunts on these horses. The poor are horses. Are yeah. Crazy, dude. Like I mean, they're terrifying. I'm scared for the person. I'm scared for the horse. Yeah. I'm scared for all of it. I mean, we've got we've got spikes sticking out of the ground. We got dudes falling, horses falling rolling rolling down hills onto sticks and all i mean good god i i looked at kayla and i was like this is crazy these sons are crazy this is dangerous like oh my god dude this is one of those weird things when you watch an old film and it is thrilling but you're also like, I'm glad we don't do this anymore. But I'm also glad I get to watch when they used to do this crazy shit because yeah. it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like when you watch the zombie fighting the shark in in zombie or or whatever, it's just like, holy crap! When you know, I'm all for animal rights, and I'm glad that things have changed. But uh, when you watch it, it's like, whoa! Yeah. Like yeah, you're on edge, intense.
0: We were watching this battle, and I was like, for a couple of times, I was like. Feeling it for the horses, I was like, "God yeah. damn, these horses yeah. are being put." Did that horse shit. die? Yeah. yeah.
3: Did that guy die? <laughs> did, did Arnold just really kill that guy? And yeah. That horse that, just
2: dude, killed? well, not only that that scene where where you're talking about the helmet, where the uh, little catapult thing comes around and, and a, that big huge spike goes through Thorgrim, that looks so real. And I mean, yeah, I'm,
0: like they spent some time li- lining that shit up because I mean, even when he's starting to slouch down, it doesn't even have the appearance of like he's got the tip of it like way up here. Like it's going like, it looks like it's piercing through this guy. Through him.
3: Right. And again, there's so much blood in this. Yeah. And, and there's even blood on the camera sometimes. Right. Yeah, just actual, even- Which again, I, I actually love, like, yeah. I don't know if that's on purpose or an accident, but blood gets on the camera and you're just like, holy shit, it's bloody. I, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the,
2: yeah, the, the, percussive sound of when it hits him you're like boom. it's like yeah. that sound effect i said earlier where he cuts his they cut his mom's head off just like dude whoever the sound editing in this is great too yeah whoever did the foley and stuff for this man it's fantastic to the whole movie
0: but Thulsa doom says he's gonna take take out this daughter cut his losses does the whole snake arrow thing again and super saves the day to t- intercepts yep. the snake before it hits the girl oh.
2: Yeah.
3: Now and it took this for the girl to actually yeah quit on the yeah wake up yeah. Like, yeah but come on I don't leave we... me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I always will... skip where Valeria saved Conan from yeah. Rexor. I...
3: Yeah, yeah. He again. He do you manages... want to live forever? Yeah, he manages to beat the two guys. But yeah, that vision of her and her armor with like all the little mirror bits all over it or the reflective bits.
2: I got one thing because this. I mean, we skipped ahead, but I wanted to get to it because it's one of my. Favorite scenes in the movie, because remember he was fighting Rexor, he kills him, and, he, and Rexor has Conan's dad's sword. Yeah, yes, and he breaks it, and then that scene where he picks up his dad's sword with his sword that Crom gifted him with that he found, and that that the music and everything, the slow motion of him holding the two of those up together. Well, he you know, d- he like, does
0: the he crosses his arms like he yeah, did when yeah. he was in the gladiator yeah. pits. Yeah, he has and this and he broken like,
3: sword looks exactly like the Lord of the Rings broken sword. Wow. Yeah,
0: I was. It was
2: <laughs> I mean, just...
3: obviously that came later, but wow. you know, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It looks exactly like the broken sword from Lord of the Rings. Yeah.
2: But that scene, man. I mean, when I watched it earlier, because I've seen this, I oh, can't yeah. tell you how many times I'm like, that scene is like it's a moment for Conan. You know? Yeah, it, Conan it's...
3: busts that sword in half. I mean, yeah. like a beast.
2: And then he, I, then we, you know, we move on, and he, he didn't even use his good sword when he gets to the temple. He it's uses right. the his dad's sword. That's right, the broken sword.
0: That's right. So. The death of Thulsa Doom is awesome as fuck. <laughs> yes. that's hardcore, man. Like not just a, it wasn't just a single swipe to the neck and your head's off. Like he chops uh, his yes. fucking head off. Which is Multiple. nice
3: to actually see somebody have to work to cut a head off because yeah. usually it's, it just slices right off like no big deal. Yeah, Thulsa but Doom did it at the beginning with Conan's that's mom. Right. <laughs> that's right. He had to work at it. He had to chop it a little bit
0: yeah and, and the it's fact just, that he was like fuck you i'm gonna kill you with my dad's sword mm-hmm. you did not win um one thing i noticed watching it this time and jason you've seen this quite a few times as well so tell me if i don't remember the daughter leading him through the temple was that in the version you watched
2: uh it was in my version it is not in the tv version and that's probably where we saw it the most was the tv version okay and i think it might have been a scene added uh like it was probably there but maybe they cut it off for the vhs thing because i don't remember seeing it in the vh but i remember seeing it later for dvd and blu-ray
0: it was it was but, weird for me because i was like i don't remember yeah. some of these shots and
2: yeah well there's another one right after this that i didn't remember too but i remember as a kid because i mean like you said on uh when you watched it on tv it was always edited for time because it's it's a kind of a long movie yeah and you know they had to get it down to the two hour hour and a half mark because of commercials but uh there's a bunch that got cut out of it, but yeah, the whole leading him up there, because usually all you got was it showed Arnold come out of the corner and then Thulsa Doom telling him, I am your father because I made you who you are. You know, yeah, it's funny. I know, I know what I just said. But it's uh, James Earl Jones
3: saying, I'm your father. Weird. I'm pretty,
2: uh, but it's funny. He, he up, he, the man has some issues with being people's fathers, you know.
3: He's uh, pigeonholed in but, his career. But he's right, like,
2: But if I would not have done this in your life, your life would be meaningless. You'd have nowhere to go in life. I made you who you are. I am pretty much your father through this. And then he, he just basically, fuck you.
3: Heck. Yeah. You know, he almost. Back. Back. He does give him pause for a second. Yeah, it is an interesting line. I mean, you know, considering that he's not a physical threat to Conan, no, it's nice to give him a moment where he kind of gets in his head a little bit.
0: I think this is really cool because Jenny brought this up when we were watching it at the beginning. He looks as though he's hypnotizing Conan's mother, Mm -hmm. and I think you're supposed to get the sense of that with Conan is like, oh, shit, Conan is falling under this guy's spell and Red then a snake a, spell and then <laughs> another snake yeah. cult. Well,
2: well i think it's what it was is like he remember seeing his mom do it and he was just like i'm gonna in his head the whole entire time he's like you can just keep talking i'm about to cut your fucking head off yeah. so I, and i'm gonna give you a dramatic pause to let you think that you may have got me no it's hacking time it's friday the 13th all over again let's just cut the head off throw it down the stairs like a rag doll you're I like out.
3: The sound of the head rolling down the stairs. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. And the body
2: and and, did you, and everybody just collapses. They're like, oh, the leader's dead. Yeah. Yep. Throw your
3: fire in the water. It's show's over. We're good. Yep. <laughs> throw your torch. Throw your torch in the water. Uh, party's over, guys.
2: Ding dong, home. the wicked witch.
0: Don't drink the Kool Aid on your way out. No. no. Avoid <laughs> the Kool Aid. <laughs> But that's that's Conan. I mean, he. Well, and, and you get your little get prologue the, at the end. Yeah, the
3: prologue, and he is king, which yeah. I love that. I love that shot, yeah. even though it's just a little pan out shot. But Dude. him with the beard sitting, you know, you get the little thing of you know a yeah. little text, and yeah. I, I like the. I like the narration. We didn't really talk much about it, but yeah. I, I, I like, it feels like an epic tale. Yeah. It makes it feel like a, like a, like a book, like a story, like a long, you know, I, I like the narration aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. And you get the, you know, you basically get the ending of, yeah, he does make himself a king. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And in that part of, of going back, cause I love the ending scene, like not just that part, but uh, the shot, but leading it again, where a part that wasn't in the movie, it actually you know you see conan sitting on the steps pondering what to do next the part that i never had in the like seen on tv was him his interaction with the princess afterwards yeah. holding her by the hand taking her and but that shot of him carrying her with the big valley all out in front of him and everything dude that's so epic beautiful landscape yeah just like moving on to the next thing
3: and and basically he's just taking her to his tent right i mean they're just gonna get it on
2: no because he's in love he has his queen yeah i mean uh, they mentioned that in the the destroyer remember yeah oh do
3: they he does he not no he there's actually
0: there's actually a scene in destroyer where he's talking to the girl that they're Bodyguarding in that, yeah, and he talks wants about him Valeria, like yeah, the princess in oh, that really? kind of like wants him, Gosh. wants his body, and, and he uh, says
2: I will meet her in the next life or yeah. something. He's funny. talking about
0: Valeria, so in that he's still he's still hung up on her.
3: Yes. Wow, yeah. what a softy! Yeah, he he
2: takes it further than although he's a, a drunk, part.
0: bumbling idiot in Destroyer. Yeah, so we'll talk about that when we talk about it. So,
3: all right, hopefully not for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I got it's, other movies. It's I want just to
0: watch. on the it's just on the other side of your uh, DVD you got there, Derek. Yeah. All right. Good, the bad, and the ugly.
4: The good, the bad,
3: the ugly.
0: Who wants to start, Jenny? Do you want to start?
3: Um. <laughs> you have to now.
1: Uh the good is Valeria. I like her a lot. She's very strong.
3: She is cool. Badass.
1: she got some moves. Yeah. The bad... There's a lot of overacting in this. Like, the grunts are really bad. It's just... (laughs) Like, it's...
0: Well, Arnold really didn't have much that he could say.
1: I'm just saying... It was a little over the top. I
0: know. I will defend this movie till my dying day. I, it's just one of those kind of movies. For me. But I can understand where someone would come from of having yeah. problems
2: with it. Yeah, but just think, we, the, the grunts led into the other things that Arnold does in movies. <laughs> ah! No, he <laughs> did plenty of that in For <laughs>
3: decades. I don't know what yeah.
2: the problem yeah. is. Continue. Yeah. Um,
1: and the ugly, <laughs> we're going to go with James Earl Jones' haircut.
3: No argument here That's not
1: a good look
3: no <laughs> argument here that man needed a perm we can all agree with that
0: <laughs> who wants to go next i'll go next if anybody wants to
2: go ahead bud i don't know.
0: go ahead all right my good is i i love the fact that it's just bloody and hardcore as fuck i think yeah. it's a great i mean for for the being called conan the barbarian i think it lives up to the name like I Definitely. think the, the the makeup effects in it are good. I like that they're there. I think that you know this movie could be chastised for not good acting or being slow or any of that kind of stuff. But I think it, I think it rides a line of what it what it does pretty well, yeah. and I think it's good at what it does. Um, my bad, which uh, may be a little bit of a hot take here. Um, I don't like when Valeria saves him. At the end, I think it's a little cheesy.
3: Mm.
0: That would be my bad.
3: I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't like your bad.
0: And my ugly um. is James Earl Jones' haircut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're two for two on the ugly tonight, folks.
3: Eric's going the- to change my ugly, but I'll I'll um I'll go. Uh, my good, I'm going to say the location, the shooting location in Spain all that uh i mean gosh imagine this movie shot somewhere else or shot on a soundstage or shot you know it looks well you could
0: watch jason momoa's conan movie
3: exactly (laughs) and uh, say no more but it it, yeah I, i love the landscapes i love the all that stuff uh the set design as well i'll throw that in there even though i don't like muddling up my good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, bad, Jason does it all say.
0: the time, so you can do it. I know, it he puts
3: like nine things. This is good. Hey. He probably will here. I'm, um, I'm adding
0: things right now.
3: <laughs> add some more, bro. Uh, so uh, my bad, I'm going to go green screen mountaintop. Yeah, that's uh, bad. It just was unnecessary. I, I, I don't know if you, maybe you couldn't shoot in Spain yet. or I, I don't. Just put them by a tree. Put them in a tent. It, it, it doesn't need to be on a mountaintop so and then ugly i'm gonna go uh environmentalists complained that the film shoot was affecting marshes and animal rights advocates complained that dogs camels and horses were abused during filming oh wow and i you can definitely see that horses were probably hurt yeah in this film and lord knows what else uh i don't really care too much about like a snake getting killed or something like uh, but yeah, horses and things like that. Eh, it's hey, snakes are pretty, animals too, uh, man, for some pretty insane shots, which are fun to watch, but end of the day, not good. I'm a snag.
2: <laughs> okay. Let me start my good, uh, since, uh, I, I added a few more to it cause I need about seven goods yeah, at uh, least. because of Eric, but, uh, I actually, uh, agree with Eric on the good, uh, the overall design of the movie, uh, I mean, I like the layouts, but the, the production design, these, the sets, the wardrobe, I mean, the details, even the details of making the sword are so intricate. And, I mean, they zoom in on that, and somebody spent time to make that sword. Yeah. And it's, it just it still stands out. Like Josh said, it's one of the swords that still stands out in movie history. And, uh, the, of course, the music with it. The music, like we said, are, it makes the movie. The whole uh, score, Foley, sound effects, everything. Great. Uh, my bad is, yeah, some of the effects just don't really hold up, even for 1982. Some of them are a little bad, like the mountaintop scene. I'm not too crazy about the big snake that y'all loved. I thought it was still cheesy. Even when I was a kid, I'm like, eh, it doesn't even look real. But it was still cool, but it's just like, no. Uh, my ugly. Well, it's just like uh, your opinion, man. Man. Uh, the ugly for me is like all the ho- the 24 minutes till we Arnold even gets a line in the movie. I'd say it would have been good for a little bit of something there. Uh the the Will, I agreed I agree with Jenny. I love this movie. It's a almost a perfect like time for the barbarian type movies that are happen in Hollywood. But really, did we have to spend like five minutes on him pushing the wheel around? <laughs> <laughs> we could have done one lap as a kid, one yeah. lap as a TV, like, one lap as Conan, Bam. I
1: like the effect, but the amount of time yes. they spent. was a little
2: Yeah. That's, that's maybe yeah, a little drawn out storytelling right there. Could have narrowed it down.
0: I honestly kind of like the fact that there's not any dialogue for the first 20 minutes. I kind of, kind of dig that they tell a lot of story within yeah. the first 20 minutes without really having to give you a lot of dialogue.
3: I don't um, mind the lack of dialogue, but I agree. The movie could, you could trim it down, trim a little fat off of it. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. But
0: that's it. That's all
2: I got. Cause it's hard to figure out anything really for this other than little bitty things.
0: So question is, is it worth a rental, Jenny?
1: I'm going to say yes, because I think that if you have an interest in watching a movie, if you liked what we talked about listening to this and you've never seen Conan and now you want to watch Conan, you should watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I would have appreciated this movie more if I'd seen it as a young kid. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, And we're going to get to movies, I think, with all of us, probably, that that would be the case.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, seeing it as an adult takes away a little bit of that luster. Yeah. But I've spent two hours doing worse things. (laughs) All right. Watching worse movies.
0: Jason, what do you think? uh of
2: course it's definitely worth the rental and of course uh make your own copy while you have the rental at home so you have your own when you return your rental it. no i'm talking about old school days where you couldn't you yeah you you just dub that thing and then watch it over and over again but yeah and like jenny said about watching this movie make sure it's 1982 conan <laughs> the barbarian not jason momoa he's better as aquaman not conan
0: eric what are you saying
3: yes it's worth a rental uh 80s fantasy encapsulated it's uh it's got all that fantasy goodness it's got magic it's got violence it's got sword fighting it's got uh, spirits and witches and god knows what else it's good stuff cannibals and
0: orgies and <laughs> yeah orgies. oh my <laughs> and uh well hot take i'm gonna say it's worth a rental <laughs> obviously no oh. No, I mean, I, th- I think this is a great starting point for Schwarzenegger, and I think this really helped kickstart his career. And I, I love this movie. I just think it's, I can see where some movies in this era and of this type probably weren't very good, and we might get to some of those where I, maybe I don't have as fondness a fondness for them like I do this. But the fact that this is brutal and it has some moments that really stick with me. I mean, if you're if you're into fantasy, if you're into Medieval type stuff, this is definitely worth a watch for me.
2: Josh, were you making a stab at Croll?
0: I quite possibly was <laughs> that's what I thought
2: um to be continued, <laughs> so
0: I do want to say if you like conan if you if you watch this and you like the movie, if you've seen it a thousand times and you like the movie, um I would say if you like this, I would suggest a comic called the God Damned um yeah. It's a comic by Jason Aaron and R.M. Guerra, and it's set in biblical times, and it's kind of about uh, after Jesus has been crucified and stuff that happened in that area. Um, It's very brutal. It's very bloody, and they ride no lines they do some fucked up stuff in it and i think it's kind of a more modern sort of take on the conan sort of story um he's also doing a conan book for marvel or was i don't know if he still is but i would say if you're into comics if you're into this movie the goddamned is a really good comic and it's a short series the first run was only three issues i think oh wow and um it was either 3 it was either 3 or 5 and they just did another run of that and I don't I think it's pretty short too. So Is that your staff pick sir? No, that would just be if <laughs> if you like this movie I would suggest checking that comic out. Attention for this Brief. week's staff picks. Attention, this week's staff picks. I'd like to start staff picks if I can. Um I'd like to give a shout out to Not a Bomb podcast. They, um, I, I've been trying to do some networking and whatnot to try and help spread our show out a little bit. And I contacted a few podcasts to see if we could do some guest spots and not a bomb responded to me. I think I will be doing a show with them at some point, either in November and December, but they're a great little show. Um, you can kind of gather from the title. They take a movie that probably bombed at the box office or didn't do as well as they thought it was going to and ended up being a good cult classic or even movies that are so bad they're good things of that nature and they they have a really good podcast i, I like listening to them yeah. um i have a soft spot in my heart for the movie coneheads which is one of the movies they talked about dude um, great movie i i told it in almost as high a regard as wayne's world it's just one of those movies for me and uh, they were so kind, they emailed right away and said, hey, we'd love to have you on, and I think we're going to make that happen. But if you are into us and you like hearing us talk about movies, I would say give Not A Bomb a um, a shot and leave them a review and a rating and give them some love.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, thanks for the shout-out, guys. Yes, sir. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Absolutely, appreciate it.
0: Jenny, do you got a staff pick?
1: I do. And as we're recording this... Um... Joe Biden has been predicted as the president-elect of the United States, the 46th president, and his vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, the first woman to hold the office, the first black woman, the first Indian American. (laughs) So (laughs) my pick is, is just that, that... I have breathed a sigh of relief over the past 24 hours that I didn't know if it was coming. And the reason that I wanted to name this as my staff pick is because a lot of the movies that we've covered, we point out the things that are ugly about these movies from 30 years ago the homophobia, the racism. Mm -hmm. The sexism. Yep. And I truly believe that this next administration is going to be one that will represent all people and work so that all people have equal rights. And that's what I believe. Um, I think a lot of people. Certainly a step in the right direction. Yes. Definitely a step. (laughs) There is work to be done, but, um, you know. We love all people here and yep. we yes. want everybody, everybody to be safe and supported and um belong in this country. And this
3: crazy ride from for for 4 years is finally coming to an end yeah. of all this nuttiness and Brian Williams called relief. it
1: chaos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day it's love above all, man. That's right. Yep. Yep. It's just I'm just ready for things to calm down. We
0: love people that watch DVDs instead of Blu rays.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Representation is important for me. <laughs>
0: Eric, what's your staff pick this week?
3: Uh, my staff pick is a little different. It's the uh, what is it called? It's called the Murders at White House Farm. Oh, I really want to watch this. Yeah, wow, it's cool. a, a mini series on HBO. Um, it's about uh, the White House Farm murders from 1985 in England, in Essex. And um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a, it's a well-made. Uh, it's it's based on uh, some things. Some some. I'm not sure exactly. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I know it's based partly on the book by uh, someone very close to the, to the whole thing. Uh, The the father of the boys killed in there, but basically you, you have a, a killing in a house and, and, and uh, there's a little bit of mystery and uh, it's you, you in the show, you follow some of the people involved and um, some of the detectives involved and It's a little procedural, a little historical, nice period piece in 85, really well put together, great performances. Uh, You know, it's a good, you know, crime show, and it's got that little connection to reality that makes it a little more gritty and a little more interesting. And uh, yeah, it was was a good show. And it's not super long. I think I can't remember how many episodes there are, but it's only like six or something. It's not a massive undertaking, which I always love. Uh, So yeah, uh, (laughs) Murders at White House Farm.
0: Jenny's been trying to get me to watch it.
1: We're going to watch it tonight. <laughs> You'll to like now. it. Josh. You'll like
0: it. It's good. <laughs> Jason, what's your staff pick?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with something to escape the reality of what's been going on lately. <laughs> Cause it's been a little harsh. So t- just something to get your mind out of what's how the world's been. Uh, I've been watching a little, uh, show called Helmstrom on Hulu. Uh, that's a Marvel TV show. Uh, I know it's something that they had made with them and Disney because Disney's doing the Hulu thing, but things may have changed. We may not even get a second season because of the way COVID and everything is going. They realigned how Disney is going to do their movies and streaming services. So I nah. there's a second season, but it, it follows the story of uh, siblings, Damon and Anna Hellstrom. They've changed up a little bit from the actual comic book uh, that Marvel did, to uh, fit the stories a little better, but they have supernatural powers because their father was a serial killer Maybe little dark forces there that was passed on to his children, a little supernatural thing. And they have these powers where you've got a lot of exorcisms and demons and a little demon mythology, demonology, and stuff like that. But uh, it follows them and through the whole thing. It's 10 episodes, they're close to an hour, 40 something like 40 minutes to an hour. But it's a good watch if you're into that thing. You know anything with ghosts and demons and supernatural stuff? Because I know they're originally going to try to tie this into maybe like Ghost Rider, Werewolf by Night, and Blade. Or was the original idea this whole dark? uh, What was it called? The little uh, I had it here. All the ventures into fear, Mm -hmm. which is a comic book run they had back in the day, and tie these little supernatural Marvel stories together.
3: Yeah, I mean he's from the the Ghost Rider. Comics. yeah ghost
2: rider number one was uh right i didn't appearance.
3: even i've never even heard of this show until now but i'm familiar with the character i mean he's known as the son of satan, satan right? yeah in, i was trying to comics. give too much away oh i yeah. In, is that a spoiler? no <laughs> no no in the
2: comic he is the son of satan but they oh, right. really just kind of lightly touch you really don't know is exactly. that you just know that his father was a serial killer right and okay. they're trying to take care of their mother who is maybe possessed by somebody or something we don't know so, but it's, it is, it it's got a good little twist at the end and a few characters. in there. we've seen, uh, seen actors and actresses and other things and they show up, it's pretty neat. I'd definitely give it a watch if you just need a little bit of a supernatural escape from real life right now.
0: Cool. 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 Well, I think that'll do it for this episode of the VHS files. We will be back next week. We're going to be talking one of Jenny's picks and we're going to be talking Heather's next yes.
3: week. And that'll uh, be a first watch for me. Ah, our first uh,
0: first watch of the
2: podcast. Yeah. It'll basically be a first watch for me, too, as a complete watch. <laughs> so this will be a
0: nice one. It'll we finally got excited. to one where some people haven't seen anything. I'm Jenny excited. Jenny
2: will have about an hour and 20 minutes of talk time in this next episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so my turn
2: if you now, can It's going to be called a Jenny. V- VH Files presents Jenny. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so Jenny
2: this is, episode, this is her Jenny episode. So, because we did a lot of talking through this, so it's it's definitely her turn to shine for sure.
0: So, I also wanted to put out there that Jason and I are doing a sort of sub show um, ourselves. Um, obviously, Eric and Jenny can be involved whenever they have the time, but Jason and I have decided that we're going to do a little um, little podcast, kind of a sub show of this show called the Horror Section, and that's where we're going to basically. Kind of focus on the lesser known or B horror movies, stuff that's probably not super big in pop culture, but stuff that we saw as kids and stuff that we, even stuff that we're watching now, just horror movies in general that we want to talk about and kind of put out there as some more content for everybody. Um, Like I said, it's Jason and I right now. If Eric wants to jump on and do some with us, he's going to do that. Uh, Jenny as well. It just depends on what everybody's schedule.
3: Because I've asked to be on this multiple times and Josh keeps saying no. Yeah, that's so not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually mentioned, saying. we. I think we, I think anyone we mentioned him this? a couple of
2: times on the first episode. So. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be movies that are like cult following, you I'm know, as far as deep horror you that, sure. you know, that, that may have made not even a million dollars in the box office, may have made. Two or three hundred thousand, or maybe lost some money, or maybe lost a lot of money. <laughs> well, we, but, uh, no, I'm
3: looking forward to it, guys. There are movies I'd
0: that like we join you at some point as well. well. Come on, man. Well, we uh we t- we talked about the uh, little lesser known vampire movie Near Dark. Uh, we recorded an episode uh, earlier in the week. This week, I'm hoping to have it up before this one comes out, but it may come out after. I'm not sure. Any either way, if it came out before this one, go back and take a listen to it. If not should be coming up soon for everybody but that'll do it for us tonight and we'll be back next week to talk heathers with you all until then be kind rewind bye, bye. get down get down bye. be kind rewind <laughs> it's Yeah. Over.
1: <laughs> it's over it's over
0: you've been listening to the vhs files podcast
3: Watch a few movies, take a few notes.
0: If you like what you heard, please subscribe and drop us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. It was fun. (laughs) Email us your comments, questions, and movie suggestions at the.vhsfiles at gmail.com. seen one too many movies follow us on facebook at vhs files podcast don't you blame the movies on instagram at vhs.files movies don't create psychos on twitter at vhs underscore files
4: movies make psychos more creative
0: (laughs) and head over to our youtube channel at the vhs files podcast for more content thanks for listening I'm a legless lizard. Where do I belong? Somebody's
1: going to lose an eye. (laughs) For Christ's sake. Uh, 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 Pressure is
3: on. Yeah. Uh. Get down. Get down. Ah. It reminds me of spring with my father. I can't. That was the worst. I love recording podcasts. <laughs> so,
2: greetings and salutations to all. <laughs> me and me and Eric are going to talk like this through the whole episode. Yes. I like
0: sharing my opinion on the internet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Listen, children, your father is dead. From his old coats, I'll make you little jackets. I'll make you little trousers from his old pants. They'll be in his pockets, things he used to put there, keys and pennies covered with tobacco. Dan shall have the pennies to save in his bank. Anne shall have the keys to make a pretty noise with. Life must go on and the dead be forgotten. Life must go on, though good men die. Anne, eat your breakfast. Dan, take your medicine. Life must go on. I forget just why.